Hey everybody, welcome to Real Brave Live number six billion. Is it really? Yeah, it's wow. we just went straight ahead into the future. This is the future. Welcome to the future, Kevin. Wow, it's so cool and different here. Um, today we're going to talk about the ten most controversial band replacements according to watchmojo.com <laughs> not business insider <laughs> according to watchmojo.com i thought it was an interesting list i know how you love lists kevin i love lists um, i'm a listophile sure and we'll talk about what real brave does real brave is an amazing music school online but for now let's talk about the 10 most controversial band replacements here on real brave live great do you like bands? I love bands. What kind of band? Brian, do you like bands? <laughs> I, I, I do like bands. <laughs> Good catch. I, 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 I'm, wondering, I'm wondering why you'd skip right over what Good bands catch. Kevin likes. <laughs> I like a lot of uh, like lounge-type music. You know? That would have broken the record, I think. Yeah, no, fastest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you have, you have to watch yourself on that one. <laughs> friends, friends of the show, fans of the show, no. <sighs> it's um, it's painful. That. Um. Yeah, I spent a lot of time, I've been spending a lot of time uh, editing videos, mm. and um, I don't know how people do it all day. And uh, I, I ran across this because I was doing this kind of um, left and like, or like uh, A-being, like if you have like a, a singer that started with the band, and then you had a, another singer that came in and replaced that person, and then we posted that video on YouTube, we were getting a lot of engagement. Then I kind of went down the rabbit hole and I found all these different things. This is one of them. Um, yeah, people leave bands apparently, right? You ever you ever leave a band before? Uh, band has left me. Dude. I wonder why. Kevin. Artistic differences. Artistic differences. Yeah. Like what? Like uh, they were. They didn't like the shirts I was wearing on stage. <laughs> That's not artistic. They That's were, well, no, they were very artistic shirts. Oh, man. Wow. Man, I, I wish we had a rated R show. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show. You can curse me out <laughs> off the air. <laughs> have you ever left a band, Brian? I have left many bands. Yes. Oh, um, they have also left me, Kevin. Though, I, to just to, to make you feel at home, you know, we've we, we've we've parted ways before. Were yeah. you the jerk in the band? I'm the guy who's always organizing stuff, oh. and so that is perceived as being the jerk. Yeah. But in reality, if I'm not telling you when practice is, practice ain't gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you book the shows? Yes. I had to do that too. I hated that. Ooh. It's the worst. Yes, One time, I I called. Um, a uh, club and the guy picked up the phone and it was like I was really young I was like 17 18 I was I was a guy doing it and I and the guy picked up the phone and I was going hi mister whatever uh this is Dan Powers from the <laughs> band whatever and um going on and on and on and then there's complete silence and I'm like hello and my friend Paul's like dude you're calling your friend Paul <laughs> <laughs> and I looked down at the number on like the dial pad I was That's like, embarrassing Ooh. some some manager you were of that band huh <laughs> Did, I, did I, either of you guys ever pull the, um, hi, this is Don Smith, the manager for insert band, oh, like yeah. a fake name or a fake email address, something to get some... I'm well, pretty sure yeah. I got an email along those lines very recently from the manager. Oh, really? Band. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sure. Uh, Mercury Lounge. We tried yeah. to get in there because you yeah. needed to like be better. Um, did you give them a tape? A demo tape? Demo tape, yeah. Band pictures. Hate band pictures. Ah, band Hate pictures. Band pictures. No way to not look ridiculous. You look so stupid. You're in either all like them. super serious, or you're oh, we're having a great time. Or not looking at the camera. Out. There's no. There's no good. There's no good pose. Why? Why the band picture? Maybe this is why all these people were replaced because the band pictures are stupid. 
I mean, some of these band pictures on here are 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 wonderful. <laughs> well, uh, according to see, I didn't know. See, number ten. Uh, I don't. I don't. I know nothing about this one. I know who Lou Reed is, but I didn't know that Doug Yule replaced. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna call a little bit shenanigans on this one. Okay. Um, Lou so, Reed. So Doug Yule was hired by Lou Reed to be a member of the Velvet Underground. Lou Reed quit. They were still under contractual obligation, and so released an album with Doug Yule singing. But Doug Yule wanted to change the name, and contractually they couldn't do it. So it's not like he like was brought in as a replacement. He was just like the bass player, right. and was now the guy under contract. Right, so right. that's a little bit different, I'd say. The new version of the band, which included Deep Purple's Ian Pace and several session players. I wasn't a huge fan of the Velvet Underground. I'm still not. I like the Velvet Underground. Uh, I mean, it's good. It's it's in, it's it's the Velvet Underground. It's just like I'm like okay, it's cool. Just five years old. Can't happening at all. It's that New York uh, CBGB's vibe, but ten years before. Yeah, yeah, no, a hundred percent. Lou Reed was like that underground dirt. Yeah. There aren't too many uplifting songs called heroin, for instance. Yeah, you really can't put a good spin on that, right, Kevin? Unless you're talking about a Marvel character, such a as a, a female hero, a female hero. Yeah, is that what a female hero is? A heroine? A heroine? Yeah, that's a terrible name. Well, leave it to men to just screw it up. Yeah, <laughs> just call them all heroes. Yeah, yeah, call them all heroes. What well, you might as well. Sheroes. <laughs> that's even worse. That's you blew it. so worse. You blew it. I'm so sorry. Uh, number nine, <laughs> Vivian Campbell for Steve Clark. This is um. I have I have an issue with this because Steve Clark died. Yeah. <laughs> so they had to do something. And um, are you aware that we are neighbors with Vivian Campbell? What? I believe he lived or lives in Ringwood. Vivian's a guy's name? Yes. <laughs> He's a great guitarist. Uh, I think you're thinking of somebody else. Am I? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, there is a guy. There's that, a Def Leppard guy who lives or lived in Ringwood. No, there's a trickster guy that lives in. There's also there, there was also a Def Leppard guy at one point. Really? Yes. Wait a second. I, I know the trickster guy you're referring to. The Jonas Brothers are from Wyckoff, my hometown. Yes. Yep. As is Tara Reed. Yes. We established this last week on the show. That was last week. <laughs> I believe so. Yes. Oh man. No, Steve Brown. Uh, I know he lives there too. I thought there was another guy who lived there. Or li- li- might not currently live there, but lived uh, there. I'm thinking of point. Steve Brown. Yeah, Steve Brown is. Uh, he takes all the guitar lessons. Everybody knows Steve Brown. Oh, do you know Steve Brown? Nah. <laughs> let's 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 tell Kevin who Steve Brown is. Do you know who Steve Brown is? Is that James Brown's younger brother? Yes, it's Mrs. Brown's daughter. Oh. Any relation to Zach Brown? Tr- he was a trickster guitarist. That's all I know about him. Trickster yeah. guitarist? Yeah. yeah. You know like, trickster? Oh, no, not not like he's devious. I like, thought he would be like the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a devious person. He's not, not a, a like, duplicitous guitar player. <laughs> Do you want guitar lessons? Say. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, play an A chord. Ha! There's no strings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy now plays in like an '80s cover band that plays around a lot, as well as Trickster. Uh, what are they called? They call something like Fanny Pack or something like that. That's not what their name. No, is. that would it's, be great. But it's something I love like that. that. Hey, everybody. We're called Fanny Pack. Fanny Pack this is, is a great. This is our first song called Blowhard. Great, Blow Hard. great Let's band go! name. Spell Fanny with a PH and you're really onto something. <laughs> <laughs> I Let's wrote start it, guys. Real brave band, <laughs> Fanny Pack. 
They were a glam metal band uh, from Paramus, New Jersey. Oh, wow. And um, they they were huge in the early 1990s when, like, that hair metal was blowing up, like, yeah, the yeah. really corny stuff, right. like Warren. Right before Nirvana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got yeah. famous like a year a year before that. When hair metal, uh, when hair metal flew clo- too close to the sun. Yes. Yeah, it's like you ever see that interview with Janie Lane? No, from, Janie Lane, right from uh, Warrant. Yeah. Um, and he was giving the interview, and he was talking about, like, I knew it was over when my poster was replaced by like Nirvana or yeah, yeah. Soundgarden, Soundgarden or, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, and like I said, I was doing these these like rags to riches stories which i'm not like these videos are really hard i don't know how people do them all day um and it's hard to find like the, the true <laughs> probably don't have businesses that they're also running on the side <laughs> this is real brave is a side hustle now yeah. by the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah start your business and then just become a social media uh creator but these rag to riches stories about these people that like you know uh become famous i forgot where i was going with that uh uh, warrant. No, trickster. Trickster. Anyway, who's next in the list? The yeah. Riddler. Right, I'm sorry. <laughs> the next on the list, we've got. Uh, oh, this is another one. So, Ian Asbury for Jim Morrison. That was like 30 years later, wasn't it? <laughs> I never, I never heard of this. The Did death it? of a band member. So this is like written by us. <laughs> Our facts are not quite right. Is always tough. The death of a band member <laughs> is always tough. That is the most condescending <laughs> sentence to say, like, hey guys, I know your singer just died. Rough stuff, man. Real bummer, man. <laughs> this is written by AI. 100%. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. What are you doing, Dave? Yeah. For ACDC, uh, Brian Johnson was chosen to fill in Bon Scott following Jim Morrison's death. Many years later, I want to say this was like '98, maybe. I remember when this happened. There was a VH1 special or something. Yeah. And they brought in a bunch of singers, and then Ian Asbury went on tour with them, maybe. I think for a year or so. And I want to say they had to change the name because the drummer wasn't there. Ian Asbury's the singer for the Cult. The Cult, yes. He was like ten in 1973, yeah. maybe. If that. Oh, he's 61 years old. Okay. So he would have been 10. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Well played, sir. (laughs) Wow. That that worked out really well. This is uh, everybody's favorite portion of the show where we do math. Yes. (laughs) Stay tuned for where we do meth. (laughs) Meth? Yeah. I can't wait for that. Mm -hmm. Might as well. Um, (laughs) Might as well. (laughs) uh, Number seven, Blaze Bailey for Bruce Dickinson. By the way, this is what started me down this rabbit hole. Because we got started getting all this right. back and forth on YouTube. Right. Like, I like Blaze. I like, I like Bruce. Let us know in the comments if you yeah, like Blaze or below. Bruce. If I'm ruining it for you. Are you a Bailey head or are you a Dickinson head? <laughs> you could have said. I could have said a lot of things you, just there. Really but it's a family it was right show. right there for it's you. It's a family show, Dan. Families come in all shapes and sizes, Kev. <laughs> so, so do <laughs> let's, see, yeah, let's leave that there. In the early 1980s, Iron Maiden replaced coke-addicted Paul Diano. Am I saying that right? You sure did. With Bruce Dickinson, which wasn't welcomed by early fans and diehard purists. 
Uh, over time, however, most came to love, appreciate, and respect Dickinson. So by the time he quit to go solo, Blaze Bailey didn't stand a chance. His two albums were the lowest charting of the band's career. Dickinson eventually retired. He got out of there like the Dickens. Yes. Right. I blew it. I get right. it. I get it. No, that's good. Okay. I also wonder, like, no, if I'm, I'm sure that this Blaze fella is fine, right? But that was, the Blaze fella. Those all, those <laughs> albums also came out like in the mid '90s when nobody was buying those kind of metal albums. Yeah, the true. Blaze chap. So would those have been the worst spelling ones, the worst selling ones, even if I'm sure Dickinson smelled. was there? Yeah. yeah, I don't. I like the Dickinson Iron Maiden. I'm not a fan of anything prior to that because I don't know it. How about that? I just know the Dickinson version. Yeah, the Dickens, right? The Dickensian. Dickensian, yes. Iron Maiden. Uh, number six, Tim Ripper Owens for Rob Halford. This is the one that they made that movie kind of about. Movie Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg. No. Yes. Where there's this like fictional metal band and Mark Wahlberg is the singer of a tribute band and they see him and get him to replace the singer. That's the Ripper Owens story. Oh. But it was a fictionalized and made into a crappy Mark Wahlberg movie. Marky Mark? Marky Mark. Wow. No and funky bunch though. Spoiler no. alert. Did you see the movie? No. Can I ruin it for you? You can, sure. Um, I'm not going to watch it. He starts doing, it's at the end. Uh, can I ruin it for you too? I've seen it. Oh yeah. So that's at the end of like the rock Metal period, sure, yeah, and he starts transitioning into alternative that. Oh, he starts becoming a singer songwriter. So kind of like, like plaid on. Yeah. Wow, it's like cool. Jennifer Aniston is in it too, right? She is, yes. Yeah, love Jennifer Aniston. Um, what's that other movie that I'm thinking of? Almost Famous. Yes. Uh, or Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap. Those are both much better movies than Rockstar, and yeah. neither have to do with the replacing a singer. Uh, Spinal Tap plays a lot of drummers, though. Yeah, true. All the drummers die in Spinal Tap. Right. One <laughs> just like blows up on stage at one point, I believe. <laughs> oh my god, I haven't seen it in forever. Uh, you big Judas Priest fan? Not particularly. No. You, Kevin? No. <laughs> not even hesitating. No. I mean, I you know they're they're great for what they are, right? Yeah. I'm not a metal guy. Not a metal guy. Okay. What are you? It's like flesh. And hair, probably a good amount of pus. You're just a, a bag of meat. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a meat puppet, yeah. Exactly. With a, a flannel shirt on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm doing my, my 90s alternative yeah. Seattle things. Yeah, you're yeah. like a 90s alternative guy. I actually am, yes. Okay, so you're like you're like a Johnny Goo Goo meets the meat puppets, right? The meat puppets? You know the meat puppets? No. Okay. <laughs> great, great alternative band. Yeah, yeah. I, I, am, I am in a, uh, a cover band called Daddy's Midlife Crisis. And we just do '90s alternative covers. We do Me Puppets, Backwater. Okay. Is that so. the? Is that? That's not the one-hit wonder band, though. That Cracker. Is that is the one-hit. Well, okay. Yeah, we do all '90s one-hit wonders. You do Tonic Man. We don't do Tonic. No, we're heavier than that, man. Are you heavier than that, man? Yeah, what yeah. about uh, Cracker? We do Low by Cracker. Okay. What about Cracker. Uncle Cracker? No, I'm not a. Uh, I'm not a jerk. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Marcy's Playground. No, no. Um, we're we're doing some uh, Faith No More right now. Ooh, gotta love Faith No More. We're doing some Helmet. Ooh, Remember helmet! That's like, who is gonna be there and be like, oh my god, they're playing helmet? Unsung was kind of a hit, man. They had the, this. Is, I think this is. I think I might get this right. They had like the biggest signing bonus ever. Oh, oh they, really? They did like nothing in they sales. Hit, they had one yeah. minor hit. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they were like recovered. a huge underground. I'm. Pr I think I'm. I'm pretty sure I got that right. What a disappointment! Huge disappointment. They were really heavy. Like they had like that huge gigantic guitar sound, right? Yes. Yeah. They're okay. No, I don't, I don't want to crap in your band. Sorry. It's right. I, 
I did not pick that song. <laughs> what songs did you pick? Um, uh, if we're talking, let's see, Pixie song, of course. Even Ooh. though they're not really one hit wonders, I, I threw a Pixie song in there. Okay. Uh, we're doing Flagpole Sitta by Harvey Danger. I have a question. Is it Dad's Midlife Crisis that's going to be at the carnival? No, that's oh. a different band. Sorry. What's, what's the name of that band? No Picnic. No Picnic. We're No Picnic. Okay. Is it because you guys are like not fun to be around? Yeah. That's about right. Do you attract a lot of ants? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which... And bears. Biting my tongue at the joke. <laughs> biting my tongue at the joke right now. Speaking of which, I got a spider bite on my knee. Oh, no. And it itches like the Dickens. That's terrible. Like the Dickinson? Son. Yes. <laughs> you ever have a spider bite before? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not great. It's not fun. I got one on my hand once. My whole hand puffed up. Yeah. It's not cool. I was watching it as like my... I, I almost went to the hospital. One of nine reasons I hate spiders. Yeah, they bite you. Yeah. Well, you hate each of their legs. That's eight reasons. That's that's all. Then, that's eight of them. And then they bite yeah. you. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. But Hazel plays with them. Hits them back and forth. Aww. It's really fun to watch. Oh, that's cute. And then she eats them. Oh, see, that's good. That's a good kitty. And then she licks my wife, which is kind of gross. All right. Then my dogs throw up on the floor. Yeah. And uh, it's a great time to be at my house right now. Wow. It's a lot of... Uh, the Nature Channel. A lot of... <laughs> yeah, it's like National <laughs> Geographic out there. I do live in the woods. Uh, Arnold P- uh, Pineda for Steve Perry. Oh, Journey. from uh, Journey. Yeah. S- Steve Perry, I thought, was... He's Journey. I thought was Aerosmith. That's Steve Steven Tyler and Joe Perry. You have put the two Aerosmith members together into <laughs> one person. <laughs> is Journey a super group then? No. No, no it's just a bunch of guys. Uh, I actually thought that this one was um, unnecessary. He wasn't Journey's first singer, but Steve Perry is, is linked. Again, this is from WatchMojo.com. To the band's most commercially commercially successful periods, he's since had a, a string of replacements, starting with Steve Augury, which I didn't know, Talisman's Jeff uh, Scott Soto, and most recently, this Pineda guy. But then it goes on. Despite Pineda's obvious talent, there are those who don't think he's on par with Perry. What? He sounds exactly like him. He While does. others have made racist remarks regarding his Filipino culture. That's unnecessary. That also has nothing to do with his singing ability. Like, this is supposed to be like these crazy replacements. Why is this that crazy? I don't know. Who wrote this? AI. You know, one thing I've never been able to play is that part at the beginning of Don't Stop Believing that's like... I can't get it. Isn't to it out of time, though? It's not supposed to no, be in time? No, it, it, it accelerates as it goes. Uh, I haven't been able to do that. Is it picked I guess or is it... That's probably the way. It's, pull off. it's picked. It's picked. It's like... I'm not a good picker. I'm a nose picker. Ah. I'm not a good picker. I'm a uh, butt picker. Uh, I'm a puller. I'm a, I'm a pull off a lot. You're a butt puller. I'm a uh, legato guy. I got away with speed by doing hammer ons. Yeah, that's that's, that's what I do. I, I wish I had the right hand control to. Right hand. I could barely put two steps together um, without falling. Which, if you haven't seen it already. Is there a video of you falling somewhere? No, still by uh, with Michael J. Fox. Oh, it's really good. That was the <laughs> worst transition. Did you say absolutely worst transition I've ever seen? Oh man, or heard anywhere about anything? I'm so sad. In the history of time, that is the worst transition. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> oh my god, that was really funny. I'm known for my transitions. Right? 
And speaking of transitions. Let's transition to the next in the list. My grandfather had Parkinson's, so it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm allowed to do stuff like that. Um, I'm not putting it on YouTube later. (laughs) (laughs) Please. (laughs) Multiple Metallica. What does that mean? Uh, multiple replacements, uh, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, they basically re- almost replaced everybody except for Lars. Mustaine. I've been listening to a lot of Megadeth. Cliff. Cliff a lot died, of Megadeth. Though. Why? I love Megadeth. It's really good. I think it's better than Metallica. Really? I do. Yeah. And there's way more like material, too. Megadeth is a unit of measurement. It means one million deaths. <laughs> sure. Is that real? Is that real? That's a real thing. No, it's not. Yeah. What is a mega? What is a megadeth? What is a megadeth? Uh, Dan, do be happy to know we are learning sweating bullets for our cover band. So, sweating bullets. What is a megadeth? A unit used in quantifying the casualties of nuclear war equal to the deaths of one million people. Wow, you know things. <laughs> so. I think, I think Mustaine is. I mean, he's not a, like a great person, from what I understand. He's a drunk. He was a drunk. I think we need to. Uh, he's a conservative drunk. That, that's probably true. Okay, but musically, like um, Marty Friedman, who's in the band, he was incredible. Not he's still in the band. What do you play? It's guitar. guitar. Oh, in Megadeth. Yes. Oh. Yeah, like, um, I don't know. I'm just a big fan. Anyway, uh, so what am I saying here? So Metallica replaced a lot of people. Yeah. I think the, the most, the one that I don't understand, well, besides Cliff Burton. <laughs> you have to kind of understand the Cliff Burton one because, you know, he died yeah, we were tragically. Ta- we talked about this once, and it was really funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, were on, we were on the air talking about this because, like, they were big drinkers. They were doing a lot of drugs, and and you're like, well, Cliff, would he die of an overdose? I was like, no, <laughs> no, a bus fell on him. And where you were like, what was that like a bus overdose or something like that? Or too many buses falling on him? You have to go back in time and see it. Is that, is that Cliff Burton? Cliff yes. Burton, yeah. See, that's the one I get confused with John Bonham. I thought John Bonham got crushed by a bus, but it was no, Cliff. No, it was yeah. Cliff Burton. Burton. Okay, no, th- and that's right. That's how it happened because yeah. John Bonham died of an overdose, right? Yes. Bummer. Yeah, so Cliff Burton died of a bus overdose. Too many buses on him. This is a uh, viewer's other favorite part of the show where you talk about death. <laughs> What's well, my favorite part? I, I think it's... Uh... And incurable diseases. <laughs> <laughs> but the Newstead thing I don't understand. So he quit. I thought he was fired. No, he quit uh, when they were going through all that therapy that's in that movie. Yeah. Which is amazing. If people have not seen Metallica, Some Kind of Monster, it's the Brian thumbs up approval here. Really? Watch that movie. Oh, it's fantastic. Is it have you just... seen it? No, just oh, one thumb. It's on Netflix. Everybody, go home tonight. Watch some kind of monster. It is the, it is the craziest portrayal of being in a band you've ever seen. Do they shop at Prada, afterwards? I mean, Lars Ulrich sells a bunch of paintings for like five million dollars at an auction. Wow! So paintings by him? No, he oh. he buys like famous paintings. See, if he was like cool, like Ringo Starr, Peace he would he would be on MS Paint. Peace and love. We talked about that, right? Yes. <laughs> Ringo Starr's MS Paint. Yes. Uh, things going up for auction. Yes. And they sold for a lot of money. Tragically bad. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, 
most MSM, uh, most MS Paint things are very bad. So, yeah, but it, if it's done by Ringo Starr, yeah, right, you get that NFT. It's worth at least a dollar. <laughs> right? Didn't NFTs fall apart? Yeah. Uh, no, NFTs are going to now replace QR codes. Apparently. Why? I don't know. I How? heard I heard that at a meeting. You're going to be able to scan like a gorilla monkey guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it'll bring you to a gorilla monkey page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the idea. Um, Ronnie James Dio for Ozzy Osbourne, Black yeah, Sabbath. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. When I think of Black Sabbath, I don't think of Dio. No. I think of the, those Ozzy Dio Osbourne. years were very, I think, well received at the time. Like Dio's a great singer. I mean, I think you, I think you can deny that voice. Sure. But people wanted Ozzy. Right. And the entire Black Sabbath career was people asking, like, when's Ozzy coming back? Right. right. So, right. but then he went solo and did like way better than yes. Black Sabbath ever did. I used to do an Ozzy impression, but I, I don't think I can do it right now. Don't do it. Okay. <laughs> Are you saying I'm a jackass? No. Okay. I'm saying it might be insensitive to <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne. Friend of the show. Thanks for Huge watching. Huge friend of the show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne wasn't the only Black Sabbath member to have indulged in drugs and alcohol. <laughs> Family show. Uh, let's move on to number two. Uh, everybody but Axl Rose for somebody else in Guns N' Roses. This is my favorite one. Yeah, I could care less. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> about Chinese democracy. I don't, I don't know. Uh, a friend of mine was really good, uh, a really big Guns N' Roses fan, and it was about 2000, 2001 when Chinese democracy came out, mm-hmm. and he was psyched. Yeah. And he got the bootleg. Yeah. And yeah. we put it in. Right. And we all listened. Yeah. And he, like, burned it because it was so bad oh wow it was bad not good there was like one like okay song the rest of it was just god awful chinese democracy yeah Ugh. one song was okay i forgot it was like a more of a ballad but the rest of it was just are you familiar with the writer chuck klosterman he's like a music writer Mm-mm. he wrote this amazing review of chinese democracy where he talks about how there's one part where axel rose sounds like he's a jamaican vampire <laughs> and like I was like, they can't really sound like that. And then listen, and it totally does. <laughs> he he only says like one. It's like, but I cannot. And like the one line just sounds like it's, it's the craziest thing. <laughs> I'll and check that out actually because I actually love Transylvanian reggae. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. this is perfect for you then. It's yeah. real niche. Yeah. <laughs> Big fan of that. Big fan of the show. Yep. <laughs> you, you know who? <laughs> Too bad of a joke. Can't make it. <laughs> Along with Axl Rose slash Izzy Stradlin, Duff McKeegan, and Steven Adler. Steven Adler had um, is just is all, like all messed up. He played video games with my friend in Las Vegas. He had this big long story about like how they were playing video games together in the uh, in the late nineties. Are considered the classic Guns N' Roses lineup. However, artistic distri- uh, differences and Rose's inability to get along with pretty much everyone. Yeah. Not a nice person. Yeah. You love his vocals. Uh no, no oh, I don't. You don't? I lump him along with Brian Johnson, or whatever his name it's is. It's a, it's a really, it's like a so whiny. The talent to like, be able to do I that. I love Bob Dylan, and I love knocking on heaven's door. And Axl Rose makes me so mad when I hear knock, knock, knocking on. I hate it. You can't. <laughs> yeah, that I cannot. I can't even. With okay, that. so I know, I know how I get under your skin. Yeah, a couple of ways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gonna be in an Airbnb for the next couple days. I know, so excited. Some, Are we gonna knocking on heaven's door? We're gonna cook brunch together. We're gonna snuggle. All right. <laughs> My big spooner. <laughs> Doesn't say if he's the big 
big spoon. Big spoon, a little spoon. Or yeah. the big, small spoon. We're going to be in Florida for this. Uh, Florida. Your, home, your hometown, My your home, home state. state. Where you're from. Where I'm from. Where he was born and raised until he was like uh, two-ish. One. No, four, actually. Dan's a Floridian. So you, when when they say Florida man, they're talking about you. They are. Okay. Yeah, I was born in Fort Myers, Florida. I'm gonna see you get off the plane, and like, there's like some transformation is gonna happen. Be like, oh man, I, you're, I you're gators. Gonna, you're <laughs> gonna see from his hair a Bass Pro Shop hat <laughs> out of his hair, like just you know, naturally. And his pants are gonna turn camo. All yeah, yeah, yeah. He reaches in his pocket his baby alligator. Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna know how to vote. You forget how to drive, except it's, it's a fan boat. <laughs> stupid um and then i guess number one we're just gonna go right through this one uh, uh sammy hagar for david lee roth van halen uh so you, are you a van halen or a van hagar uh, van roth or van hagar i really liked the music video to i can't drive 55 that is not Van Halen. We've I had know. this exact conversation before. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but it's this is the breadth of my knowledge this. of Sammy Hagar. Yeah, <laughs> or David Lee Roth. Sorry, David Lee Roth is um, he's he's a he's David Lee Roth. He had that long, curly, golden hair. He was a he was a fan favorite. Yep. And they sang songs about people, teachers. Yes. Yep. Being very hot. Yep. Like in like a temperature sense. Yeah. In like. But then they got School's into like, air conditioning. Yeah, I think I'm a, more of a Van Hagar guy because um, I was a corny 11 year old kid. Corny, by the way. Corny. Corny. <laughs> corny. I I prefer Roth. Ah, uh, so you're more of a um, Van Halen one. Van Halen, the first four Van Halen albums. Yeah. Yes. But I, I don't hate the Hagar stuff though. The Hagar stuff has its place. It's just not my my thing. Is they went a lot of synths in that era. Yeah. And like Eddie Van Halen's a fine keyboard player, but he's Eddie Van Halen. Like I want to hear him play guitar. I don't want to sure. hear him play synths. Sure. Yeah. True. Um, he was a pianist, uh, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how that was his first instrument. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't remember if he if it was him who had never learned how to read music. I think that's what yes. it was. Yep. Um. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's just, am- I mean, I'm the same way. I didn't start reading music until I was in my late 20s. Did everything by ear. But then things started making a lot more sense. Yeah. It, I mean, it's not like totally necessary, obviously, to, no, but to but become successful as a musician. You started looking at things in a different way. Like, but oh, that's why that's a third. So helpful. Yeah. <laughs> because it's the third above. Mm. I mean, it's just, I didn't need it. Because I was trying to play piano, right? So I had to learn left yeah, and right hand, right, right, uh, and get learning uh, how to read drum music. Oh, incredibly helpful! I couldn't believe how helpful that was. Yeah, to, to visualize lands. it, yeah. yeah, see what's together and what's apart. And that's why I told everybody that I started. I by necessity had to teach drums because my drum teachers left. No. Uh, not because I was a bad boss. Because right. they just moved on. Nobody said that. <laughs> it wasn't because I was a bad boss. <laughs> Immediately defensive. On that, huh? <laughs> Didn't even wait for us to comment before jumping right into that defense. I just there. want to make that clear. <laughs> Pizza <But yeah>. party. 
Five minutes? We got the five minutes? Five hey, minutes. Let's so talk about some honorable mentions. Sure. Uh, I see a couple that are listed here. David Gilmore for Sid Barrett and Pink Floyd. That's probably the most successful uh, line change ever. And yeah. also, Sid Barrett also went nuts in the middle of that. Like yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't like they were like, he's a better player. We should, we should replace he, Gilmore. Like, Sid Barrett just like... Put. Die in an asylum. No, he, he died for a, a very long time. Yeah, yeah. And he put out music. It was the inspiration for uh, Dark Side of the Moon. And Shine on Your Crazy Diamond. Jeez. And Wish You Were Here. Yeah. Piper at the Gates of Dawn. Yeah, that's good. Was the, his album. Yep. And it's, uh, what's your opinion on that? It's like early, early prog rock. Yeah, it's very different than what you'd think of as Pink Floyd, but I, I like a lot of that stuff. Uh, how about uh, John Frusciante? Is it for John Frusciante? John. And uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. For um, well, he re- he replaced the guy who died first, uh, Hillel Slovak. Yep. But then he left a bunch of times. He did, and, and came back a bunch of times. Back. Yeah. I believe he's back again, right? The Chili Peppers. Yeah. yeah. He's he's had major problems dealing with uh, substance abuse, but he's he made them sound the way they currently sound. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how about um, Travis Barker as the replacement drummer in Blink One Eighty Two back in their heyday? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I thought Travis Barker was the main drummer. Yeah, who was the uh, other drummer? Uh, Scott somebody or other. Oh, it's like wasn't somebody famous? No, no. It was after they had one big hit with that guy, and then apparently he had a drinking problem, and they canned him and got Travis Barker. It was. Uh, I'll tell you. Scott Rayner. Never heard of him. Yeah. Travis Barker's a real interesting dude. He's uh, married to a Kardashian, right? I think so. And um, they the reason he's got tattoos all over his body is because he was severely burned in a car crash or oh, a plane yeah. crash. And they canceled like a, sh- like a tour because of it. Yeah. And people were like mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then how about this one? Uh, and... Uh, some may say this is not a replacement, but John Mayer as Jerry Garcia. Not in The Grateful Dead, but Dead and Company. Mm. Is he singing all the songs? He sang a good... He sang he the, Jerry the Jerry things. ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played with Bob Weir and Phil Lesh. Oh, wow. Um, Dude, they're like 80 now, aren't they? They're yeah. up there, 70s. Um, I thought he did a great job. I haven't seen it. He's not playing with them anymore, but... He is. Oh, he is. This I is thought they stopped. One last tour this summer. Oh, yeah. okay. that's this summer. Yeah. Okay. I've heard. I've oh, I got people check ask me if I want to go. I don't know. Everything's just too slow. I'm gonna warn you. Everything is very slow. Yeah. Every song is just this plodding slow rhythm. That's the only thing I don't like about the dead is that it's like, it's like ah, there's not a lot of like really energetic tunes. It's like you got like sugary. <laughs> right, but, but even that now they're doing that very slow. Like Bob Weir likes doing everything very slow. So because all dead and co stuff is just yeah. Nah. Me, Smash. Uh, anybody else here on the uh, replacement list? A lot of this stuff happens before bands are famous. You know, but w- once you've made it, I, I, I always respect bands like U2 or REM that, like, they the core of the band stays together for a very long time. To your point, uh, U2's going on tour at the in Las Vegas. They're mm-hmm. doing a residency there. and um, With a different drummer, right? Different drummer for the first time in 40 years. And it's because he's hurt. Like, it's not... Yeah, he's, like, banged up. Apparently, it's, drums takes a toll on you over, over time. I've heard that before. Actually, I haven't. That was the first time I heard it. Very profound. Uh, singing and belting your lungs out doesn't isn't very good for you either. The whole, life, the whole lifestyle is bad. It's bad. 
yeah, it's you just get banged up, tired, and you know what? Moving equipment, I never want to do that again. I never want to. Every time I pick up an amp here, I'm, I say to myself, "What am I doing?" I, I swore to myself I was never going to do this again, <laughs> but here I am. I hate moving equipment. It's time to wind it down. Uh, we're getting the sign. Uh, the boss said we got to go. Um, Real Brave is a music lesson studio. Today we talked about. We do this podcast, but today we talk about uh, the uh, a bunch of people that got replaced band members sometimes you got to fire a band member you know if you're in a band somewhere and you just got fired watch this podcast i probably said some horrible things about people i apologize uh but you can um <laughs> let this serve as our blanket apology for this episode and previous <laughs> and future and future, <laughs> future uh you can get music lessons online uh, in our wonderful suite it's our live one-to-one lesson suite realbraveaudio.com get a, a, a free lesson now sign up today at realbraveaudio.com <laughs> Tune in every week, Wednesday-ish, or Tuesday, or maybe even Thursdays. Could be. You never know. We're going to keep you on the edge of your seat. You... Okay? (laughs) 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 We'll see you next week here on Real Brave Live. Real Brave Live!